Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'll tell you how old school that is. What? I was doing a crossword puzzle the other day. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was waiting what? to get into like my doctor's office, and I'm sitting there with my phone and nothing else to do. Well, there you go, Grandma. And mm-hmm. a clue came up about rap duo, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm looking like, Outcast looks like it would fit, but golly, is that really in a crossword puzzle? <laughs> it was. Yeah. So I felt oh. really... Okay. Waka Flocka Flame was also on that crossword, so... Fitty Wap. Um, <laughs> I don't. It had a Pac-Man theme, and it was like the waka 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 waka. You know, yeah. When you start doing the crossword puzzles, I know. Yeah, I was bored. I had nothing to do. Well, I'm and I'm saying you got the people that you listen to when you were, you know, I know, in, right? In school or whatever makes you feel old. <laughs> oh, Backstreet Boys. Hey, that was oh. we played the other day. Was in sync. It sounded yes. awesome on the show. We should drop some of that in. Except someone did text and say they lost brain cells on that. While Cato and I are over here, like, yes. I just took it as in they, that's the time that they were partying a lot and loved it. They just enjoyed it so much their brain couldn't handle it. Yeah. Okay. Well, well yeah. that's all <laughs> exciting and fine and dandy. However, I saw something interesting while I was going through all this TikTok stuff and, and finding out all these different goodies out there. Uh, I saw TikTok with a girl who mm-hmm. was explaining one of my favorite subjects, one that Hawk and I disagree on very much. Okay. That is revenge. Oh, I oh. love a good revenge story. Yeah, Hog doesn't think it's a good thing to do for your spirit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. But um, but I always feel better after I do revenge if I do it carefully. It heals my spirit. It does. Wow. A good revenge heals the soul. <laughs> uh, but this girl, mm. she was talking about what she did to her boyfriend whenever he cheated on her, mm-hmm. and she's literally in his apartment while she's filming this. And what she did is brilliant because it's not really breaking laws enough to get in trouble, but it's really, really going to bother him. Did she break into his apartment? Well, they still had keys and stuff. She found out, but they hadn't officially broke up yet. Mm -hmm. But she was, in this video, putting shrimp inside his curtain rods. Oh, Among other gross, nasty smells that he was going to be searching for for months after she was gone. That's sneaky. So she, and then I think this was the absolute final, just the, the nuclear bomb. She brought a spray bottle of milk. And she sprayed milk (laughs) on his carpet. She sprayed it all over in cabinets. Sour milk is a horrible smell. And when you bring a spray bottle and just squirt it in hidden places everywhere, Mm. their house is going to smell bad. He's not bringing another girl back there 
and getting another date for a long time. And who thought of that brilliant idea? I, I have never thought about putting milk in a spray bottle. I'll tell you That's, who did. Uh, a woman scorned. Yeah, probably. Because there's no fury like that. This woman was, and she was grinning while she's doing it. So it was clearly <laughs> helping her feel better about things. It's yeah. like, you know what? I can use this idea when I'm with my cereal. I don't want a lot of milk. I just want a spritz on my, on my cereal. <laughs> psst, psst, psst. <laughs> I, can, I can only imagine this guy gets home. Maybe he finds a little of it right away. He's like, oh, man, that's rotten. And then a few days later, he's like, there's more in here somewhere. Yeah, Where yeah. is it? And you're searching the house. You know, his first thought was like, did I forget to shower? Right. What does that smell? Mm-hmm. Does it smell like expired milk? Or, well, or, or um, fish know. and shrimp. Oh, I don't know what his BO situation <laughs> wow. is. I've never smelled like milk and shrimp. That's so you that combo right there. <laughs> um that's that's that is interesting. Right. I will say I've spilled milk in my car before. You know, it ruins it. And you're like the next, especially in the hot summer, it does. You got to go pro. I had a friend who did that. He had spilled something in his car, yeah. and for the whole summer, every yeah. time you drove in it, it was horrible. And he had like steam cleaned the carpets. It still wasn't gone. Even a dead mouth mouse in the house. That's it's not like, pleasant. It's in a wall, and you know it's in there, but you can't, you ain't going to break the wall apart and re-sheet rock it just to get the mouse out. It's I like, would do oh, that if I knew. It happened at my mom's house. She said, well, let's live with it for a month or two. Oh, Lord. Yeah, we did. Did it finally like mummify or something? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. After you breathe all that in. Uh-huh. One person said they removed the back panel from their ex's TV and put crab meat inside there. Mm. So every <laughs> time you turn it on, it probably heats it up a little. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't that expensive? Crab meat? Yeah. Oh, it's not real crab. It's that stuff you buy no. at the store. Honestly, you sound like my mom. I know. Like, it was like at the grocery store <laughs> the other day. She's like, I would have bought a head of lettuce, but it was like $3 for a head of lettuce. It used to be 99 cents. <laughs> yeah. And so I've like, not had lettuce on my bologna sandwich in weeks. I would have gotten revenge on this guy, but the crab was eight ninety nine a pound. <laughs> That's darn inflation. Yeah. All right. Another woman brushed her boyfriend's toilet with his toothbrush <gasps> and then put it back up there where he didn't know okay nice. have you ever mixed up toothbrushes like you with know what like it, your friend yeah, or yeah. Significant other. with my wife yeah we don't care that's just weird uh you know that liquid that comes in jars of minced garlic Mm-mm. someone put it in their boyfriend's shoes all of them just put a little bit of down in the shoes. Yeah. So he's thinking, "Wow, I got a funky garlic smell to my feet." Now that stuff's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> the jarred garlic. But just I, put whipped cream in there. I feel like the spray bottle of milk all over someone's carpet is just that's the nuclear bomb. Well, spritz the shoes too. I think that's that'd a be good, good idea because yeah. that is a good foot uh-huh. smell. Sure. Yeah. I hope we've given you guys some ideas. No, no, that's horrible. <laughs> you do not want to have revenge on people. Why not? It will come back to bite you. No, it won't. It will too. Sometimes you get away with it cold. You will never feel good about it, Tom. I like, always you feel You do good. for a little while, but then down the road, no. somewhere something's going to happen to you. Like, I should not have done that. I've never regretted revenge. <laughs> we are so opposite because I could not sleep at night if I did something mean just because someone was mean to me. I couldn't sleep at night knowing they got away with it. Well, you don't regret it now, but you Wait for Judgment Day, buddy. There'll be someone judging you for your for your sins, and I'll be like, they started it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you'll be pointing blame. <laughs> I think that's what Adam did. You know, <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, Happy National Wine Day. Ooh, 
<laughs> yeah, this job sucks. Wow, I, I, how how, I didn't know. And no, you know, no, 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 just... no. Not whining like that, Tom. Oh, my bad. Yeah. It's National Wine Day. Like my wife drinks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. she does that because I wine. Also, okay. <laughs> and I've been betting she wines a little bit too. No, nah, she's a good lady. Let's talk about Tori's favorite subject, wine. I am all ears. Yeah. I found out some information about wine. What's your favorite type? Y- all of them. <laughs> yeah, yes okay. yes i think uh, i think people like reds right now red wine is a favorite type followed by white and then rose well there's only three rose is, is it rose yeah rose <laughs> she, she sank yeah um <laughs> no he she stayed on the little boat what was it the door mm. i um i go through my phases I, okay. and i've heard a lot of people drink red wine during the winter because it warms you up but man, a bottle of wine will give you a headache. You said there are only three. You got cheer too. Cheer wine. I was kidding about the three anyway. Okay. There are a few others. The most like. popular reds are Merlot, Merlot. <laughs> Cabernet, Cabernet, oh, Lord. <laughs> and Red Zin. Do you know what, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I feel yeah. like maybe you're not qualified to give us uh, this. Honestly, I don't like wine. I've had wine before. I mean, I like jelly. Like, you know, if it's like it's, it comes from grapes and I like grape jelly, but not wine. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who is slightly interested in wine is tuned out right now or disgusted. No, I'm still listening. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so you're saying they're uppity and they can't. No, take me but you're being... way below whatever. Yeah. I will say I love wine and I'm pretty much a whatever's in front of me, I'll drink it. I okay. prefer red, but there are people who are like, you can't have a stemless glass because your fingers are too warm and it warms. I'm like, girl, give me the wine. I don't care. Okay. Well, I got some yeah. fun facts about you, wine. The top <laughs> mistakes we make when drinking wine, they say it, holding the glass by the bulb instead of the stem. Yeah. Wow, that's so weird. I feel like someone just said that. I know. That was number one on the list. Yeah. yeah so you're not supposed to hold it like cup it like, you know, you're, I don't. Well, you can what? I'm sorry. Wow. I was, I was checking on old Bessie right there. Wow. <laughs> that that wasn't yeah. Bessie. I think you can cup it underneath. Oh. I thought so. Well, they say the, the bulb the is the, what the wine's in. Yeah. You can't, you're not supposed to hold it up. Where the wine is well, actually. Yeah. Sometimes they don't have stems. You got those little wine glasses. It's just uh, it's the bulb. And that's well, that's it. true, too. Yeah. But I think that's the thing. You're supposed to use stemless because otherwise your hands are too warm. All I right. don't know, but I'll drop it if I try to hold on to that stem. <laughs> Other mistakes we're making, open it wrong. Is there a wrong way to open it? Does this, you know, you just got to twist the top or... Twi- <laughs> <laughs> open the box. Yeah, open the box. I just imagine you twisting it, flicking that top across the room. Okay, I love it. Uh, getting pieces of cork stuck in the bottle. They yeah, say. that's that's bad, and it you still drink it, but the cork's floating around. When you don't have a cork opener, too, you're starting. You know, you're kind of trying to be MacGyver and like, how can I get this cork out? Is there a special way? Is there a hack on that on TikTok? If you don't have a cork, apparently screw? you can use a shoe. I see that. <laughs> I don't have the guts to try that on a bottle of wine that I bought. But, yeah, you put the bottle down in a shoe, yeah. and you bang it against the wall, <laughs> and you'll see the cork go pop, pop, pop. But it could be one of those TikTok videos okay. that's fake. They've been drinking too much wine or something. You can do that with beer, too, wink, wink. Yeah, I can, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? All right, and then they say ordering wine at the restaurant and mispronouncing the name is another mistake. I pointed to one before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If there's picture on the menu at the restaurant of your wine. No, it was, it was just the words that described oh, okay, the wine. I'm okay. like, why is this one right here? 
You ever look at the prices and you're like, you know, I'll just do whatever the house is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. That cherry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? And when it comes to wine fun facts, how much does a good bottle of wine cost? They say that's a big factor. The number one factor is considering when you're picking your wine is how much it costs. So, I mean, you can buy a $8 bottle of wine and it'd be good. Okay. They, I mean, Americans say anything over $10 qualifies as a nice bottle of wine. Yeah. So that tells a little bit about you, Kato. Well, yeah, but it doesn't cost that much to make a good wine. And I, I read Wine for Dummies when I first got old enough to actually start looking into drinking wine. Yeah. And some of their tricks were pretty good. They said to find a cheap bottle of wine that you like and, and have that be your regular go-to wine, which we do Apothic Red. I buy the 19 Crimes uh, oh, That's a good one I've red heard. Wine. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> so you find something you like that's inexpensive like that, and you try to order it anywhere you go so you don't sound like a dip will. You're trying to say the wrong stuff. And uh, there's a lot of stuff that they say is important that just honestly... You, I've, <laughs> I've been in with record company officials that will spend $200 on a bottle of wine yeah. and will drink it, and it doesn't taste as good to me as right. the $8 bottle of Apothic. Well, and they say in a blind taste test, do you think you could tell the difference between cheap bottle or a really good bottle of wine? No. Not until the next morning when the hangover kicks yeah. in. Does that factor yes. in? So, I'm not yes, so does. sure about that. Only 36% of the people say... They think they could actually tell the You're difference wrong. between a <laughs> bad bottle and a good bottle. Listen, I've done my own research <laughs> almost <Apparently> nightly. So. <laughs> I went to a wine tasting at Northampton Wines downtown once, uh-huh. and they have a bucket in the table. So they teach you how to, you know, spin the glass and you see the legs, <laughs> yeah. and you'll know it's a good good wine. Then you, you know, and you let. You sip it, it, sip it in. You sip it across your tongue, so it just goes oh, across okay. your tongue. So you get the Fancy. flavors. I didn't taste the oat, vanilla, whatever. But then people were um, spitting into the bucket. Oh. Why would you do that? And pouring their, their glass that they didn't and back into the bucket because they're ready for the next wine. And I'm like, why are y'all doing that? <laughs> I'm drinking my glass of wine. I might take the bucket home. You were more like, why are y'all doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't learn anything. Yeah. What y'all, y'all going to do with that bucket when you're done with it? I'll take it with me. Give me a lid. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Our average person drinks three gallons of wine a year. That's, a year? What's in the bottle? <laughs> 750 milliliters, so I don't know if that's like about... I think it's a little less than a fourth of a gallon. Well, 50 so years five ago... five of those would probably be a gallon, five bottles. 50 okay. years ago, we drank half of that's what they're saying, so a lot more wine drinkers now. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> wine, wine does... Mm-hmm. Yeah, quickly, too. And the cool thing is, it's like a fancy drunk. Like, when you get drunk on wine, you're like, it's okay, it's wine. It's not the same thing as, like, Jaeger drunk. And then you smile, your teeth are red. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what you guys are talking about now. (laughs) We know. Yeah. I I think the sulfites have more to do with the headaches than anything. The more sulfites a wine has, the more headache you're going to get. Sometimes it's the people you drink with give you the headache, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they always say, is wine good for you or bad for you? They go back and forth with this, and so there's some more research on it. This just in. A new study shows that a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart. 
We interrupt this program with an urgent message. Another study shows too much wine can cause your heart to explode. Breaking news. Antioxidants in certain red wine can cure IBS and resting Karen face. Wow. But another study shows that the wine industry causes global warming and kills puppies. Oh, another study showing that drinking red wine can save an entire village of starving children. While yet another study shows that wine will disembowel you and leave you on the street bleeding in agony as onlookers do nothing to help but pull out their phones to videotape your gory demise to boost their social media likes. <laughs> it seems these studies cannot make up their mind. Join us tomorrow when we have a hundred new studies on the effects of coffee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like wow. I'm, I'm still confused. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. And we were talking about wine. Yes, National Wine Day. And so we're getting a lot of phone calls from people who have had their own experiences with wine tastings and things like that. B93.7, hello. I just heard you guys talking about the wine thing, and I had a funny story for you. All right. <laughs> funny story alert. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> we, we went to this wine tasting, and everybody had to bring a bottle of wine, and it was had to be under $10. Right. And so everyone had to write down their comments and everything. And at the beginning of the night, everybody was writing so sophisticated. And by the end of the night, I mean, the whole <laughs> the piece of paper. Just yeah. <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> Let me taste again. Give me that other one over there. I'm, I don't know if I tasted that one. <laughs> Those are fun parties. But you guys are awesome. Oh, yeah. thank you. I tell you what else is funny is when the, you do the wine painting. <laughs> it never comes out like yeah. it's supposed yeah. to. <laughs> 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 that would be stick figures. Oh, this looks amazing. Yeah. 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 Right. Next morning. <laughs> it's funny how it doesn't look as good what the next day. <laughs> well, we love you. Thanks for sharing your funny wine story today. <laughs> We love, I love you. you guys too. Okay, bye bye. Matter of fact, you know what? We got our buddy, uh, comedian Noah uh, Garden Schwartz, and he is, talks about a date night with one of those, you know, when you paint and right. the wine. And this is, I'm talking about it. So we have date night once a week. Last date I took her to was to one of those wine and paint places where you can bring your own bottle of wine and sip it while the instructor teaches the whole class how to paint. The entire class was full of couples where the women were very excited to be there, and the men were very clearly dragged there. <laughs> but after about an hour of drinking wine, the women completely stopped caring about the painting, and the men got super serious about the painting. <laughs> like, all the women were just going behind their boyfriends like, woo! We were all like, I'm trying to contour. <laughs> you think impressionism just happens? <laughs> that is so true. Last the time I got so serious on my painting. Mine yeah. was not okay at the end. Oh my. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I was talking with one of my son's friends. He was going through a tough time. He felt like that uh, some of the other kids had not been treating him fair oh. and that had not given him credit for 
some changes he had made in his life. Mm-hmm. They were still judging him by his old self. Now, you're talking about teenagers here. These are teenagers. People don't know. Yeah. And so I found something that I shared with him, and I thought I would share with you guys today because it kind of really is an interesting story. Okay. Uh, during a prank, a student stuck a paper on a classmate's back that said, I'm stupid. And he told the rest of the kids not to tell the boy. Mm. So all day long, the students began to laugh, and then they would kind of giggle when they saw him, but no one told him that he had a a note on his back that said, I'm stupid. So they ended up in class, and during math class, the teacher wrote a difficult question on the board. No one was able to answer it. Finally, the boy didn't know he had the sticker on his back, raised his hand, and said he thought he could do it. Yeah. So he went to the front of the classroom uh, while there's kids giggling because he has the I'm stupid written on his back. Oh, I had to go up there to the blackboard? Right. Yeah, okay. And, and he solved the problem in front of the class. And the teacher asked the class to clap for him and for someone to remove the paper on his back. Wow. And she said, you know, it seems that you didn't know that one of your classmates put a paper on your back. Uh, Then she looked at the rest of the class and she said, before I punish the rest of you, I want to tell you two things. First, throughout your life, people will put labels on you and many times they'll have nasty words that are intended to stop your progress. Now, had your classmate known about this paper, he probably wouldn't have volunteered to answer the question. He might have believed what you had written. But clearly, he was able to do the problem, and he's not stupid. She says you have to, in life, ignore the labels that people give you and seize every opportunity you have to learn, grow, and improve yourself. Second, she said, it's clear that he doesn't have any loyal friends among you all to tell him about the thing that was put on his back. It doesn't matter how many friends you have, it's the loyalty you share with the friends you do have that matters. So if you don't have friends who can defend you whenever someone does something behind your back or who can watch over you and protect you and genuinely care about you, you're better off alone. Ignore the labels others give to you and make sure you have loyal friends. And that was the lesson she gave that day. I'll be honest with you. I think we should just get rid of all labels, including those ones that are on the grocery store. Here, let me put this on your back, Hawk. <laughs> I don't like those labels. I mean, it's true. People love to label each other, and especially with the anonymity of a digital world, oh, it's sure. so easy yeah. to get on there and say whatever you want to whoever you want, you're but a, people see it. You're a doo-doo head. Well, yeah, you're a dum-dum. Oh, and those words hurt, Hawk. I know. Wow, I know. are you in a first grade forum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, oh. One person commented, this is a stupid story because oh the teacher would have obviously taken the sticker off before then. It's obviously made up. That's just trying to tell us a morality tale. I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Between, yeah. You're yeah. walking down the halls. Teachers are usually standing outside their right. classrooms. Yeah. They would have seen that paper and earlier. And taken the paper off. Yeah. yeah. How do you know the teacher didn't do it? Bum, 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 plot twist. Teacher don't yeah. like it either. Well, they said the person <laughs> that said that was obviously a buzzkill and not much fun at parties, obviously. Right. Well, you know what? It's good, though. Even those stories that are made up, if it can make us a better society. Well, we don't know that it was made true. up. Okay. It but it's been like in the 50s or 60s when people would be more likely to do something if like it, that. Well, I know, but I'm not saying... I, I believe that part. I, that still goes on. My kids did that to my dog the other day. They taped something <laughs> on his back says, I don't know what it said, something about my dog. 
pin the tail on the dog. I know. It was something like that. And I felt bad for my dog. I ripped it off. Ouch. That made it worse. Yeah. But I'm like, I believe that part. I just don't believe that the teacher wouldn't have said, hey, come here just a minute. Let me take that off. And then said. But she let him prove that this thing was wrong first and then did it. So it was a lesson. No, she didn't have any clue. What if he didn't solve it? What if he really did? She would have said nothing. She would have been, y'all are right. (laughs) (laughs) Hawk and Tom on B93.7. If you're a parent these days, you know that kids are very different than even when we were growing up. Yeah. The things that are important to them are different. A lot of it has to do with technology and social media. One of the key things I've noticed with my son being at driving age is they don't care as much about getting their driver's license as fast as we did when we were that age. I agree. Because we didn't have any other way to see our friends. There was no hopping on the internet or Discord or, you know, texting or FaceTiming. We had to go find these people to talk to them. So you, a car was the way to do that, and we were champing at the bit to get to our driver's license. Another way I've seen technology change things, for example, I saw a study where more kids like toddlers know how to use a cell phone uh, more than tying their shoe. Okay. So, so they wow. can't tie their shoe, but they know how to use the cell phone. Well, that's a double whammy. First of all, they don't have to tie their shoes anymore. They're Velcro or slip-on. Ain't that the truth? And then second of all, they grew up with all these devices. Well, yeah. So yeah. it's natural for they them. They can navigate around things. Well, they did some research on basically from the 1980s, almost 40 years ago, uh-huh. to now, and the differences of when these kids reach their milestones at 21. So whenever they're 21 years old, having their first full-time job in 1980, 64% of them had a full-time job. Now it's just 39%. Oh, wow. Now there is one good thing out of that one. A lot of the reason is because more kids are in college now than were back then. So that's why they don't have the full-time job. I had a job at 16, and I had had jobs going through college because somebody had to pay for it. Exactly. (laughs) Well, and I had like jobs at 15 where I'd literally walk from school to a restaurant and do laundry there. You know what? I even think about my kids. When I was like my oldest son's age, I was out in a field hauling hay. Right. That's like a nickel a bale. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I wouldn't want him to do that, though, but I, he does need to mow the yard every once in a while. <laughs> okay. They say financial independence. Basically, you're not relying on your parents anymore. Mm-hmm. 42% in 1980, only 25% now. Well, again, lots of story here because there is a, certainly a lot more inflation and it's more expensive to be financially independent now. Once again, that's at age 21. Right. Yeah, okay. All, All of right. these are. Okay. Um, also, the first apartment, 62% had an apartment by age 21. It's still close now, 51%. I just had one of those quad, those dorm rooms. Because I was in college, and you shared it with, like, you know, 16 different guys, and that was not fun. Well, we did the apartment thing, but we crammed, like, five guys into a three-bedroom apartment. Yeah, rent was about $35. Yeah, <laughs> people were sleeping on the kid in the uh, living room and yeah. all that. Okay, marriage. 32% were married by age 21 in 1980. Wow. Just 6% are married now. I think that might be a good thing. 
Hold off a little bit on that. Yeah, I was 22 when I got married. Okay. Well, okay, but that's but, for your guys' situations. We know there's those high school sweethearts that do it, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they go the long haul, and they have a successful marriage. Cato did not go the long haul, nor did he have successful <laughs> marriage. Right, I'm so glad. <laughs> Most of the people in my family are married to their high school sweetheart. Wow. Except me. Oh. I but waited, but it was worth she's it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, uh, here in the South, though, we get married at 16. That's, that doesn't apply here, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And first kid by 21, 18% in wow. 1980, 6% now. Yeah. So those things are changing. Uh, I, you know, I see even with my kids, they're just not as interested in these things as early as we were. Yeah. And a lot of times it's because I think the parents they emphasize financial success more than family success. We're, we're encouraged. Like I'm always encouraging my son, Hey, make sure you're studying and make sure you're picking the right uh, college major so that you'll have a good career when you get out. And we don't spend as much time telling them, you know, I don't know how you even control who they date and who they marry. Yeah. Once well, my mom was always like, wait, wait on kids. Don't do it right away. Give yourself time. I'm like, mama, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> I will <laughs> Why say are you this. telling your kid that? <laughs> the biggest financial decision you'll ever make in your life is who you marry. That's probably true. <laughs> I've seen so many uh, TikToks and People talking about that online. That's just sad that you're using TikTok as your I know, I know, but it's reference. true. You think about that because you want that to go well. You want your relationship to go well, or it could be disastrous for your financial future. Right, but finances yeah. doesn't ensure a good marriage either. Just because someone's got money don't true. mean you're going to be happy. I don't yet. understand what you're saying. I'm not saying that, uh, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying, you know, that makes a big that makes a big never mind and just know a judgment stays on your credit report for seven years oh does it when, when she lets the car go back right so seven years it goes by quick yeah <laughs> now i got a great uh that somebody i'm sure has a great credit report now okay <laughs> so um, i'm still a little bit bitter about that one i think actually i'm really yeah. not yeah. We're, we're we we're friends so. well yeah we know your ex had bad i don't think she got taught enough about money to start with because she thought you still had money as long as you had checks yeah well, i mean i don't know if i'm exaggerating but it seemed like that's how it was uh-huh <laughs> but we were just young i mean and back then we didn't know you're right we didn't know about finances yeah. imagine we, if it was we now she'd be like my venmo account still exists yeah. i must have money <laughs> yeah. she's doing good but um um, yeah, are changing. It's, uh, it's changing, but maybe not as much for the bad as they would like you to believe. Maybe there's some good sides to all this. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing our best to keep the immaturity level pretty low here in the upstate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're succeeding. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.